0: The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars
1: and the Stars app. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble – is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
2: There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events. Like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Require a 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customer. Other terms and restrictions apply. See attcom iphone for details.
3: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners' racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill.
4: Until the grown is sexy We gon' laugh Cut up and kick it And at the end We leave it with just a lift Your spirits, Make you wanna revisit Tell your friends Take a listen Young folks say it's lit Old folks say we dig it Hey
5: Hey, hey, this is Flame Monroe, and welcome to Laugh and Learn. We're so glad you guys have come in here to join myself and my gorgeous, have her (laughs) hair in a bun. Partner, what is your name, young lady?
4: (laughs) Logan. Hi, Flame.
5: Hi, Laura. Oh, she sounds so vibrant and refreshed. (laughs) Didn't you do eight hours in the office today?
4: I surely did, and I am here with you this evening.
5: You are the epitome of a woman. You know, that's what they say. I can I can scratch a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't ever want to hear that because I'm a woman. I used to do that song every week at the damn club. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, Aaron. That's our producer, Aaron. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for episode number, I don't know, of last Alarm.
4: This is almost over. We got like a couple more. I think maybe less than 10. The season
5: is over. We don't know where we're going for 2023. We're going to do like Whoopi Goldberg said in the color purple. We're just going to sit back and see what color the wall is going to be. I hope it's green. Shit. <laughs> lots and lots of green. Oh, well, welcome to this episode. of. La- it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on in the world. Um, this was very interesting. Let me talk about my weekend this week. Where did I go? Oh, I went to Washington, D.C., and I worked at the D.C. Comedy Loft. And before we go any further, I just want to take my hat off and say, Washington, D.C., I absolutely love you. That is an audience that comes to a comedy club to hear jokes. Have a great time. No arguing over the checks, no drum, just some really good energy. And if I could borrow that energy and take it to every city I go to, I promise you I would because they were fantastic. So thank you, Beer Baron, staff management, James, Meg, and everybody affiliated. And thank you to four wonderful sold out audiences. The first show was 91%, but they technically consider that sold out. But all the, so- the other three shows sold out.
4: I was going to say, shoot, round up, that's sold out.
5: <laughs> and I'm an amazing time The new stuff is flying off the shelf I cannot wait to get this one hour special And I'm hoping I can get Tiffany Haddish behind that Charlemagne the guy And my boy who will be our lead off story for tonight My brother, our friend The one and only King of Yellow Springs And the goat of comedy Mr. Dave Chappelle
4: So let's talk about this So Dave was on SNL this week And I didn't see the full episode But I saw the monologue I saw the intro monologue, and can I just say, <laughs> with what that man said, I think he proved a point, put an exclamation on it, emphasized it, whatever you want to call it, and let everybody know, you cannot cancel me. You can't cancel him. You can't, because at the end of the day, his talent will always outweigh whatever is like, he, you, just, you can't cancel him. He's honest. It would be different if he was actually doing something wrong. But this man is always speaking truth. He's being entertaining. It's it's almost like positivity. Like it's it's a breath of fresh air that he brings to you when you know you w- watch yeah. his comedy. So you can't cancel that man.
5: I'm totally in agreement with you, Lauren. I did not watch the entire episode of Saturday Night Live, which I do not watch the entire episodes of Saturday Night Live because they have not been funny to me in a very long time. But his monologue was spot on. You know what I loved about it is that he wasn't reading from a teleprompter. This is a true sign of a brilliant comedian that it was coy and decisive and it pushed it poked the bear, but it didn't puncture the bear. And people heard what they wanted to hear and made it what they wanted it to be. But I never thought that he went after no one person, no one one culture, no one, but he pointed out facts that he made you open your eyes to realize what they were doing and what they're trying to do. And I love this because if I could have called that one thing, I would have called that they would if they could, but they can't because we ain't. Dave is probably one of the sharpest knives in the drawer with the way he puts words together because I'm just going to say this publicly. When he pulled that paper out in the very beginning... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and said there are two words that you just do not put together and that is the and Jews message to Kanye I screamed, <laughs> I, I spit out my popcorn I wasn't even at the movies
4: <laughs> it was so no, I think great he a lot of truths. yeah, he touched on a lot of truths and put some stuff out there. It was almost like, um, it was just, it was engaging. You know what I mean? Cause there were a lot of truths and a lot of layers to a lot of statements that he made. And I think in some cases it actually went over people's heads. But,
5: um. And, and that's exactly what it is, Lauren. People are so shallow and so quick to run to the lies that when they hear the truth and that when it takes just a second to think about what somebody is saying, they would rather discard it. People, and that's this cancel culture. They're lazy. They don't want to think. They don't want to work for it. They want to just, or at least to read in the headlines on, on Instagram or on Twitter. Did y'all not hear my friend, my brother Dave Chappelle say that Twitter is not a real place? <laughs>
4: And I'm starting to really see, too, is like people hear what they want to hear. Like you hear that kind of growing up. Like that's something like my parents used to tell me is like, you know, people hear what they want to hear. But nowadays it's like, like, how did you come to that conclusion? You know what I mean? Because he was getting backlash after the episode saying, oh, he's anti-Semitic, too. He's making all of these comments and, you know, he's part of the problem, too. And I'm like, what did y'all hear to come to this conclusion? Because that's not what happened.
5: There's a Christmas song they should be listening to right now. It's called, Do You See What I See? Do You Hear What I Hear? Because they do not. I don't know. Lord. I think people just are frustrated and angry and looking for anything else that will ignite them. Because if you, if I was post to, my son got a four-ride scholarship to college and graduated high school with his associate's degree, we might get four likes. If I posted that my son called me out my name and he just hit somebody with their car and he about to go shoot up a school, honey, we would get... Child, a million views, a million likes. We did a post, a, a positive video posting last week where me and my t- oldest two teenagers went to vote off Cuff It. Uh, we might have got 5,000 views. But if I had been out there fighting and arguing with my daughter, calling each other names and my son, child, we'd have got a million views. I don't know why the world is so negative. Probably, probably yeah. Maybe because of what we went through for the last... Uh, before these last two years, four years for the last four years, the b s we was we was introdu- not introduced to negativity and hate, but we was shoved in our face every single day. look like it's trying to come back
4: <laughs> yeah, like, shoot, I will tonight is what um it is technically tuesday, November fifteenth. um and t- speaking of negativity coming back, Donald Trump just announced that he's going to run again for president in twenty twenty four um but Speaking of negativity and hate, but um, yeah, back to what you were saying, though. I think that just seeing, you know, the, um, the monologue that Dave did and then seeing like the backlash he was getting for it. It's like people are looking to be angry these days, yeah. like they're looking to be angry, you know, and that's just not a good way to live. So I thank
5: God that this man is who he is because it's going to teach a lot of young black men. Or, or older black men even, because to find your heart, girl, I'm going back to my Wizard of Oz. His courage, his heart, his brain allows him to flourish. And on the public, from the public, on the outside looking in, he might look like they're taking this, or they're doing that, or they saying horrible things. But we have been around this man. This man is walking peace. And walking peace to me is when you know who you are and you own it. I love that he owns it. Lord, when we were in his mixed company, that man is walking peace. Mm-hmm. I
4: ain't worried Not,
5: about nothing. That, even the people around him, there's no chaos. There's no drama. He is protected by people who adore him, who honestly love him and are very overprotective of him. And I love that about him. So these these people out in the world, were they foolishness, That, that man is impenetrable. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. You know, went to H- it took five years ago to go to Haskell.
4: And speaking of black men getting a bad rep, um, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving. Yeah. So I am glad that people are starting to come out and in support of him. I myself obviously do not um, condone any hate speech or anything like that, but it feels as though they, I'm going to use that in quotes, they um They said, Who are they? Who are they? <laughs> they are taking this situation um to the extreme and trying to make an example out of Kyrie. And it's just unacceptable at this point. You know, he apologized. He said, I mean, honestly, he tweeted out a link. And it's interesting how he's getting all of this backlash for this film that was created. He had nothing to do with the film, he didn't do any promotion of the film. All he did was tweet it out based on the title and the title said from Hebrews, Hebrews to Negros, which is an interesting title in and of itself and has a lot of layers. So I can understand the interest. Um, should he have seen more context? Of what the movie was about. Sure. You can make that argument, but to take it this far to say he needs to do this six step program in order to come back to the NBA is too much. You're holding uh, to a high yeah. standard that you wouldn't to other people that do this on a regular basis and actually make anti-Semitic comments and actually make racist comments. They're not forced to do the same things that you're forcing this man to do. So I'm happy for Kyrie for standing 10 toes down like he always does. And he he knows who he is as a person. It's no different from he did what he did around the vaccine mandate. That was his truth. That's what he believed. He's still by it. So, you,
5: and you know, I loved him ever since then, don't you? Because you know that was my motto. I ain't taking that shit. I
4: know. So I just think that it's whack that they're trying to make this example out of him. I also think that it's not cool that some of his NBA brethren have not stood up for him the way that I feel like they should have. They did in the end, but not in the beginning.
5: And Not much, just, not much different from NFL when they didn't stand with Colin Kaepernick, huh?
4: That part. But it's funny to me, though, because since you bring up the NFL – Kyrie's getting all this backlash, but where's been the bad press around what Brett Favre did?
5: Yeah, because that just that seemed to have won away, huh?
4: It did. It acted like it, nothing happened. Brett Favre didn't get any backlash for stealing money from poor people, from people on welfare.
5: No, don't say poor. Don't say stealing money. Say, say. That, don't disrespect the $6 million that he stole.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, don't discredit the number
4: the, from, from this program, I should say. And so it's just interesting to me, the double standards, because nothing happened to Brett Favre. He's fine, but y'all are literally raking Kyrie over the coals.
5: So I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't say, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's in my head. I think that because so many... Entertainers have succumbed to. I have to apologize. I have to because I'm going to lose this. I'm going. Then it has made it okay for them to say you have to do this because all these other people did it. So when one of us actually stands up for ourselves and say I'm not doing that, I'm, I don't care what you're taking, and I think that that really makes them dishevel on. I think that shakes them up to a point where, oh my God, we got one that's standing up for itself. You know, though we were the good trouble in words, we were the good trouble niggas back then, because we had like, Nat Turner. We wasn't, ha- we wasn't having it, and and I think that everybody who because they everybody has had to, so many of them have had to apologize in order to hold on to what they had. It it makes it make us look weak as black men, and I, I'm right now. I'm speaking from a black man's perspective. It makes us look weak as black men. It does because. Fuck you is what I will tell. And you, girl, you work with me. But I ain't even on no level like that. I ain't got money like that. I'm not. But it, when I'm telling you, I'm, wa- I'm walking peace like Dave because guess what? You're not going to disturb my groove. I'm trying to survive and, and be happy with my family. Y'all want to do everything. I thought that was horrible. And I love the fact that Kyrie Irving know exactly what you said. Know who he is and is standing up for himself and so many others. Others will see this and hopefully follow suit sad part is we won't too many of us too many of us won't we we scared.
4: it i mean and what you're describing is really buck breaking that's what that is that's exactly what you're describing and because of that i ain't
5: broke, I ain't broke a buck in quite
4: some- <laughs> but it was so ingrained in us for so many years that yeah. you know we succumb to that and don't understand the power that we do have Kyrie understands the power that he has so i'm saying more power to him and I think that it's great that he's standing on what he believes in and what he knows within himself. So
5: Yeah. Oh, And hats off and prayers for you from iHeart, from us over here at iHeart. I can't speak for the whole network, but from us over here at Kyrie Irving, if you ever hear this, baby, we support you. And I see it. I see it and I respect it. And thank you.
4: Because mm-hmm. somebody else. 100%. So... We're going to move on here. Oh, yeah. And- also,
5: look, when you oh. said movie, because we were talking about that, Hebrews to Negroes, uh, the the movie, uh, uh, groundbreaking, uh, Black Panther 2 came out. And it's making all the money. It's breaking box office records and all that. So good. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to see it. I
4: was going to say I'm embarrassed because I haven't seen it yet either. It's been a, a crazy two weeks. But yes, I need to go see it this weekend for sure and contribute to those box office dollars. So.
5: Yeah, I haven't seen it because I was working. It ain't like I put it out because I don't want right. to see it. I just Jesus. Thanks. I take more work. Just bring it on. he she we gmail dot com. That's Lauren Hogan. She's right there. Oh She gonna answer. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug to on iHeart. <laughs> he loves <his> shameless plug <laughs>
0: The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything, and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt, and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app.
1: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
3: There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is
2: clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Listen up. I've got a quick message for any black entrepreneurs who are planning on opening a store or who want to grow their business. If this describes you, let me share some info about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N.
4: But it's officially a week after, seven days after the midterm elections. So we got to do a quick analysis in our laugh and learn Ooh. way. Carrie awesome. Lake
5: lost. Woo. Let me let me get my celebrations in first. Carrie Lake lost.
4: Woo. Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to be of Arizona. Yes, Miss Thing lost.
5: Yes. She- Who else lost? Who else lost?
4: Um Blake Masters lost.
5: Good, yay, every baby. Let me tell you something. Uh, and let they, me they're having a runoff in Georgia between Warnock and Herschel Walker. But let me tell you my conspiracy theory down there, Lauren, before you give your very analytic because that's your city, you know, all about Georgia State, the state of Georgia. I think that I, well, we know for a fact that the white folks was just using him, the GOP was just using him for a pawn to get the control of the Senate, but since the Democrats, that would be us have kept control of the Senate or took control of the Senate, that he is no longer needed. He will be discarded like garbage. I cannot wait to see because he has embarrassed the living hell out of them. I cannot wait to see on how they dismantle this man publicly because they are going to pull the rug from up under him. We see it. I, I'm sure he does too. Cause his purpose is gone now. He, he, he ain't got no weight.
4: So, um, a couple of things about Georgia. One, um, I really want to give the finger to Georgia for letting um, my good Spelman sis, Stacey Abrams, down. Um, and my specifically, I'm giving my finger to white men because that's who did not vote for her. I do want to say publicly that we are not about to blame black men for the reason why Stacey lost. We are not blaming black women because we showed up, we showed out and made sure to support our sis. It was the white men that did not vote for Stacey that voted to reelect Brian Kemp. Now, what I will say is interesting overall, before I continue in Georgia, I think about this election is it seems like people are starting to care more. And I say that because in a lot of instances, for instance, going back to Georgia, a lot of people voted for Raphael Warnock, but didn't also vote for Stacey. So the whole idea of voting down the ballot seems to be changing. And people are actually starting to research their candidates. People are really trying to exercise their right to vote and understanding that their vote matters. So they're really voting who they think are going to be effective. So seeing that overall, I would say was a pleasant surprise. And I agree with you to the point of-
5: Quite a sexist statement, young lady.
4: (laughs) Why was that a sexist statement?
5: Not on your behalf, but- you said that they were going, they voted for Warnock, but not for Abrams. But oh. uh, And mostly white men. They voted for Warnock. If, even if the white men that voted for Warnock, that they totally didn't agree with him and just didn't want her to walk, they voted for him
4: because he's a man. Girl, this country is still crazy sexist. Oh, 100%. I agree with you on that front. And and not only is Stacey a woman, she's a black woman. So That's smart. leave that there. But so I'm very upset that Stacey didn't win. Um, but to your point, I think that, you know, Herschel Walker was definitely a pawn. They realized I think that Republicans said we just need somebody black and we need somebody that's going. To, and I hate to say this term, but we need somebody that's going to coon for us. And that's exactly what he does for them. So um, he did that. And we all know that Herschel Walker is a terrible candidate Honestly, I saw a post today from Sean King saying that he thinks that Herschel Walker suffers from CTE, which would honestly make a lot of sense.
5: Oh, that's the football uh, injury Mm -hmm. thing, right?
4: Yes, it's head trauma. So it would make sense because some of the things that we've heard him say are absolutely ludicrous. And it's like he's a space case. So
5: he damn sure can't put two sentences together.
4: He can't. So.
5: But he thought talk something. panties now because he got a whole bunch of abortions running around here. So yeah, he not talking about your panties now.
4: I mean, Herschel Walker's also not ugly. I think he's a good-looking black man, so he's not ugly. And you know, ex-football players got money. He's big, burly. You know, he's probably a lot of women's fantasies. But at the end of the day, is he actually going to be effective? No, he's a pawn. So I think that now that we've officially retained control of the Senate. That those 1.9 million people that voted for Herschel Walker are not going to show up and vote for him a second time. I don't even know if that many people are going to actually show up and, you know, exercise their right to vote in the runoff. I hope that they do. But I feel in my spirit, I think that Raphael Warnock is definitely going to win re-election at this point um, because Herschel Walker is just not a viable candidate. And people know that. And, there's, and if you really choose to vote for him a second time, really...
5: Your people, Lori Hoagie.
4: That ain't my people. I told you the black men and the black women voted for Stacey. Those are my people. The other 1.9 million people that voted for Herschel Walker, I don't know them.
5: Uh, look, uh huh, I see.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know them. So, but
5: um, yeah, I, w- I, was, I was shocked that we were able to kick, that we uh, took the Senate, but I was happy. But well, I was shocked.
4: Well, shout out to John Fetterman for flipping Pennsylvania Blue. And Dr. Oz lost.
5: That's because everybody could smell that Dr. Oz was a fraud.
4: Well, he doesn't live in Pennsylvania, he lives in New Jersey. Let's just
5: That's start there. A fraud. And I love that Dr. Fetterman said, I'll be better in January and you'll still be a fraud. I said, Come on, Fetterman. I, I said, Oh, he's some sissy wrote that. I know. Oh, that sounds like one of my lines.
4: <laughs> but uh, Fetterman had a stroke. Uh, He really went through some trials and tribulations towards the end of his um, campaign and still came out, still won. So kudos to him and more so kudos for us gaining a seat in the Senate. And the House still hasn't been decided. There's like four seats actually in California that are not four. I think it's actually maybe two now that are going to decide who has control of the House. So we'll see how that goes. But we still have an opportunity to control the House as well. And I was, well,
5: I think that what made made Oz lose because Oz probably would have won even with that Trump endorsement and everything. But when he, it seemed like he was making fun of Fetterman's, uh,
4: his stroke uh, and his health issues.
5: Yeah, of his history. was. You never know what what fate life holds for you. That was that was just that wasn't American shit. That was just ugly. Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think people saw that and was like, "Yeah, that's petty. I I, I can't vote for you." I think he did his own self in with that.
4: Well, I also think, too, um, I saw a stat that's saying out of the 150 candidates that Trump endorsed, 60 of them actually got elected. So this whole red wave that Republicans were expecting to see, it didn't happen. Um, I think this election showed that democracy matters, which I'm thankful for, because I told you uh, before Election Day, I think on this uh, on one of the episodes, of Laugh and Learn, I was concerned. Yeah. I was genuinely concerned about what the state of our world was going to be like. Luckily, I lived in California, but we all know there are a lot of racist pockets in California. But mm-hmm. thank God we have a great governor who got reelected, Gavin Newsom was reelected, and Alex Padilla was elected to Senate. And in addition to that, we just had Robert Luna uh, officially oust um, Alex Villanueva. So. Things are happening well in California. Karen Bass is also up by almost 40,000 votes right now. So things in Los Angeles are going smoothly. But overall, um, there's a couple more seats left in California that's going to help decide the house. But uh, I'm just happy
5: to see. I had a, brunch, a luncheon with her on Saturday.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm. So
5: I'm going to make sure I post pictures looking cute.
4: And conservative. Keyword.
5: Now you pushing <laughs> it, <laughs> Girl, Listen, we already—I already got to be covered up at the DNC. Must I be covered up at the brunch?
4: Yes, yes, yes. You must.
5: Oh, I was very uh, covered up in DC. I did Good Day DC. I looked like a nun, didn't you? Just see me in my little dress. I girls like- were
4: still out. You still had your girls out, but yes,
5: they were. They were just—you could—they were peeking.
4: Oh, okay. They were doing they a-
5: peek-a-boo.
4: Do- peekaboo. Yeah, okay. peekaboo. I see you. Okay.
5: Because the dresses I wore on the show Friday said that they was dangling like Christmas on them is on a tree. <laughs> I had to give the people their money's worth. Uh, speaking of the Senate, baby, when I tell you, I'm uh, not Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, dude, they jumping no. on
4: your- Ooh, they you. Like
5: That's
4: your boy, Lauren. That's your boy. I don't know him. Um. I think that that's crazy that they are turning on Mitch McConnell. I never thought I'd see the day Um, because I guess they were supposed to have a vote either this week or next week for Senate Senate leader, I should say, because at the time they didn't know majority versus minority. But they all said that they need to postpone the vote that it wasn't fair and that possibly they need some new leadership in the GOP. And it's coming from Marco Rubio and Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. I never thought I'd see the day that they turned on um, Mitch McConnell and Blake Masters bashed him on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox news. I don't know if you saw that, but Blake Masters who just lost the Senate race in Arizona was bashing Mitch McConnell, which was so interesting for not providing funds
5: more money than God that's one thing secondly secondly, he's going to be alright because he's been in power a long time he know a lot of secrets somewhere a lot of bodies is buried but I love that they want to be, have a changing of the guards because I'm sick of all this old foolishness we need some new new blood new people with different mindsets, younger even if they're not completely uh, democrat at least I hope they just fair people that we can get but from what we're seeing, we're going to get with That ain't going to be the case. I just love that they turned it on his ass. But he holds a lot of secrets. I hope he get frustrated and start telling them, oh, that would be wonderful.
4: <laughs> well, we did a- elect a young um, Black man. He's the youngest Black man in the Senate. He took um, Val Deming's place in Congress, and she decided to run for Senate. Um, but he's the youngest Black man that has recently just been elected to Congress. So... It's nice also to see those things because we've talked about it. Like we got to get them in young, you know, before you said, you know, like they got to get them before they get tarnished and you know because uh-huh. the opportunities and the doors start to close in our faces versus you know their white counterparts. So it's nice to see more of us in this space. Mm. And honestly, he's the very first
5: Gen Zer, right? Huh? He's the very first Gen Z politician. I think be he's
4: on like the cusp, but yeah, I think he's identifying as Gen Z. I think, but no, um,
5: I, I, I remember them saying on the news that he was the first Gen Zer to vote. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: You know how I feel about that Gen Z. Last you letter. Know
4: how you feel? But I gotta tell you, they've been to, the Gen Gen Z in general. They're very creative and they show up and vote. Say whatever you want to say about them, but they
5: last vote. letter of the alphabet. What are we going Roman numerals, Greek? What
4: <laughs> they show up and vote though. I gotta give it to them. Gen Zers show up and vote. And they are very um, confident or stern in their stances. They know who they are. They want to talk about gender and sexual identity and they want to be free. And, you know, it's almost like the 70s, I would say, where it was like Woodstock and you had hippies. I feel like this is a modernized modernized version of that, the Gen Zers are. That's what, I, that's what I really think, but they are very radical in terms of knowing that they need to exercise their vote, knowing their positions and who they can be and being change agents. I got to give that to them. I the do. 70,
5: the 70 hippies smoke pot. These New Jersey are smoking something else. <laughs> Girl, they smoking so, something else.
4: Well, overall, I'm just, I'm happy with how the elections are turning out. Like I said, I know some races still haven't been decided, but this was a pleasant surprise, and I'm very happy about it. You want to so, talk about your Manny Petty state of Florida?
5: Yeah, because Ron, DeS- Ron DeSantis won big too. Ron DeSantis. So won. did Marco
4: Rubio. He beat Val Demings by double point, double digits.
5: I don't. I, listen, Florida is out. Florida is Florida. So, and it, you, as, as they just showed y'all that we ain't changing for nobody. So, Florida is Florida. Uh, speaking of Florida live tonight right before we came on to start taping the ex-president one one time president two times impeached donald trump threw his hat in the ring when you say he was putting the funny part when you said that was he was putting it throwing his hat for race for president a run for president his fat ass ain't running for nothing but
4: she's
5: but i i personally think now the first time i believed that he would not win because i thought it was a joke but now I think even the GOPs, the people who really see him for who he is, and January 6th will never be a positive light on their side of history. I don't think he's going to win. I think that they are embarrassed. I think that they see that he is a clown and cannot be controlled. And the people that he have become in bed with, that he was always in cahoots with. And I think that they will, and he just holds a lot of juice for them, but they're going to secretly make sure that he does not become the president of these United States again. They can't publicly do it, but they can privately do whatever they do.
4: So I think this is a couple of good things I'll say. So one, Trump and DeSantis are at each other's throats, which I think is great. It's also very entertaining. Just want to throw that out there. All of the little childish nicknames that Trump comes up with for DeSantis. But I'll also say this too. Joe Biden the other day said that he wants to run for a second term. I only think that Joe Biden will be able to win a re-election as if he runs against Donald Trump. I think. Well,
5: first of all, Joe Biden ain't going to do it, but we're going to be fair on both parties. He ain't going to do that much running either. He about 200. He ain't going to do that much running either. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree with that because I think that they, Ron DeSantis is the, the young Trump for them. He's
4: Parismatic the charismatic, yeah. And let's talk about what he did to, to help them win Florida because they needed like five seats to flip the house. Ron DeSantis redrew district lines, voting lines, and everything else. He redrew Florida to make sure the Democratic congressional seats ended up flipping to Republican uh, seats, and that's exactly what he did. He delivered Florida. So he's only gained, I think, more recognition and more notoriety in the GOP because he did it illegally, you know, he did it illegally, but the point is he did it. And the Supreme Court at the end of the day said, nah, we don't really want to touch this. So he delivered Florida in more ways than one. So very he's definitely scary, a defender.
5: Very scary, lobby,
4: Mm-hmm. So, But I hope, I'm, I'm actually almost glad that Trump announced his presidency because the only way Joe Biden is going to win again is if he runs against Trump. If he runs against any other candidate, I don't think Joe's going to win re-election. I don't.
5: I, I need Hillary to come on back one more time.
4: She ain't going to do it either.
5: She don't want bother with it. When I watched it, I, we watched it. Oh, Michelle Obama, I know oh, Michelle Obama was not on our topic, but she did a great, pretty deep, dope interview with Robin Roberts the other day. I just talked about all the foolishness that they had to go through. Thank God that that woman's DNA is that of her ancestry. Because, you know, black folks, we some strong folks, lady. They just It was just ridiculous the way all the treatment that they had to go through.
4: Oh, well, she was, um, yeah, while she
5: was the first lady. in the
4: White House. Well, I think it's also funny, too. The funniest thing that I've heard uh, Barack Obama say about Michelle Obama, because people were like, oh, Michelle should run, to be president. Like, she would be a great politician. Barack said, Michelle's mouth is too reckless for her to be a politician. Mm. I love that. I said, Woo, she is truly a girl from Chicago. Love that. South side. So.
5: You know that's my city. I know. So, so it's yes, just
4: it interesting has an overall
5: Lauren, I, I'm telling you, Lauren, I just I have no no faith in the po- po- political system right now because I don't know where we're headed. I do thank God that we do have Gavin Newsom. And uh, and I saw that Nancy Pelosi made uh, with what they have done, what scared this woman, I believe. She's 82 years old. They attacked her husband. I still don't understand how they breached and got in security, got passed in her house. She's the second in command to run this country. And I think that they have spooked her because she said that after this, she made a statement that she don't know the, her her future in the as being Speaker of the House because they just well, scared that well, up.
4: Well, I know you love Nancy. Yes, uh, it's, not, it's not disputing anything. I think Nancy's done a lot of great work. One of my favorite Nancy Pelosi moments is when she tore up Trump's State of the Union speech. Um, but it goes back to what I said before. I think that we need to start getting younger blood in. And as Democrats, it's like we hold on to things until, you know, we can't anymore. So I think it's tragic what happened to Paul Pelosi. Obviously, it was unacceptable. But I also think it's time for Nancy to step down and let somebody else step into that space. I do.
5: You froze, dear. There you go. What did you say, Lauren? Go back, because you froze for a second.
4: No, I said I think what happened to Paul Pelosi is tragic, but... To your point, Nancy's 82 years old. I think that it's time to let somebody else come in and be that change agent, change agent, excuse me. You know, as I think Democrats, we, not going to say we, but Democrats in these spaces hold on until they can't hold on anymore. And we need to start strategizing better to make sure that we have these younger people in places to be change agents and to actually enact something rather than all of these old folks that are honestly out of touch. So her saying that, you know, this event, while tragic, has made her reassess if she needs to be Speaker of the House, I think she should have been stepped down. I do.
5: I think I need you to throw your head in this political ring.
4: Now, my mouth is definitely too reckless for politics.
5: Girl, please, you be nice and calm all the time.
4: Oh, that's so nice of you. Thank you. Yes, give them that image of me. Beautiful. You
5: control my chicks. Look, you control my chicks. Where I supposed to say, girl, you're knocking up. <laughs> <laughs> so Ladies, well. yo, we want to thank you for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. I tell you what, the decisions you make on your political party is up to you. And I'm gonna put this one more time because this is my new slogan. I'm asking people to vote your present because the future looks so bleak for black and brown people. They still do getting away, doing so many horrible, horrific things that's getting away with. It. Vote your present because the future looks bleak and we don't want our past to become our future again. Because I ain't picking, I'll pick you up, but I ain't picking no cards I ain't picking shit. I will pick you up, though, after knocking you the fuck out. Yes, I will. So, can, I, can I say that publicly? We can I, cut it.
4: I think you can. And breaking news, I just saw this. Uh, Rick Scott is looking to unseat Mitch McConnell as the, minority, minorit- the Senate Minority Leader. you it is, ready,
5: Here we go. Here we go. The dirt about to start coming out, though, because Mitch McConnell has been in that position a long time. He knows where the bodies is buried as well. He's
4: been in Congress <laughs> in 1985.
5: And, and so thank you for episode 41 of laugh and learn ladies and gentlemen Oh Lauren, we almost did it girl we got seven more to go what we got 48 or 52
4: i think we got 52
5: oh so we got about 10 11 <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway but here at laugh and learn we have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind we're simply trying to get you to use your mind because why flame
5: because the mind is a terrible thing to waste and i need you to really focus your mind right now because we're about to be into another fight within the next two years this, this man then threw his hat in the ring for another go-round, and it is going to rally up his base. The scariest part is if January 6th they got away with what they got away with, because he publicly said he was like all of his friends released of all charges from January 6th. He didn't know them people. He wasn't even out there with them. But y'all are sadly mistaken not to think that if January 6th was one thing, I'm afraid to think of what might come next. Get your asses up. Get registered. Make sure you vote. Make sure you participate. Get out help. Push. Fight, stand up for yourself. Pass off to Carrie Irvin. Thank you guys for joining us at Laughing Line. I'm in the mood, baby. I'm ready to fight.
4: <laughs> well, um, thank you guys always for joining. You can follow Flame at Monroe Flame on Instagram, Marcus Flame Monroe Parker on Facebook, Flame Monroe on YouTube. And as always, don't follow Flame's porn. It's full follow- of no, Flame's porn. Your Twitter is full of porn. <laughs>
5: And Twitter is not a real place, but that poem be real. Uh, and you can also follow me to the poll because I'm voting blue. What color are you voting? Because the blue wave, I'm a blue whale and I'm a blue wave. I'm going to roll your ass over. You can also follow my beautiful partner, Lauren Hogan, on on YouTube as Lauren Hogan. Uh, Instagram is Lauren Armani H. And Facebook is Lauren Hogan. And we appreciate you guys. Is it Lauren Hogan on Facebook?
4: So I didn't have access to my Facebook in about four years, but sure. Yeah, I think that's what
5: I don't be was. on there that much either. But we appreciate you guys. We thank our producer, Aaron. We thank you to our executive producer, um, Tiffany Haddish, and Charlamagne the God for the opportunity. It has been wonderful. I'm hoping that we uh, come on and do some breakfast club soon because I got some shit I need to get off my chest. And it's not my tit. Oh. <laughs> Wait
3: a minute.
5: All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Listen, stay positive, stay focused. And in the words of TTJM, one of our favorite filet mats, keep your hair where well, Lauren. On a swivel. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn.
3: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu.
1: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC.
3: The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com.
0: I won! Woo! Private, put down your phone. This is the Army. Sart, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. High five. Casino. Casino. Win at High Five Casino. Dot com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditioned supplies. See website for details. High
5: Five Casino.
0: Even though Tariq St. Patrick was betrayed and almost taken out last season, He's not totally on his own in the final season of Power Book Two: Ghosts. For better or for worse, his partner in the drug game, Braden Weston, is his ride or die and his dim against the world. But when Braden goes all in on this life, Tariq has to recast the wonder, is there really room for both of them at the top? Power Book Two: Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app.